Take it from a biz business owner's perspective. Mm -hmm. If this is your business and that's your passion, uh, you're going to be happy that you're doing it and you're going to be happy with the money that you get. But what are you doing outside of your business that's going to help you help yourself? What's going to allow you to build your energy and your frequency higher outside of your work? Mm. The mind is like a flexible mirror. You got to adjust it if you want to see a better world. The greatest freedom is to be free of our own mind. family welcome back to another episode of the monetary gain empire podcast um as you can see it's special because you see us on yoga mats and we also have a special guest um a special guest that's changing lives one session at a time and um that's willing to do anything to help people get to the next level in their lives we got kj how you feeling brother nice to have you nice feeling to have you. great Good to be here, y'all. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having us uh, yeah. in the studio. You yeah. Know? yeah. This is nice. Thank <laughs> you. You know, this is an open space. So, mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to come in, come in. It's all on you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, so, one of the questions that I want to start off on is your journey, bro. I mean, because I remember when we first started working together, you told me your vision. You told me the name and everything, and it's, it's here. Mm -hmm. So, um how like what's the journey how was it like bro um a lot of ups and downs yeah a lot of just overthinking mm -hmm. and you know getting outside my comfort zone you know going to college i, I originally wanted to go to college for physical therapy mm -hmm. but the spots were full and i was met with a decision to either change my major or wait and i was like you know what i'm gonna just be undecided for a while and then like you have to wait till around your sophomore year to kind of decide your major um and i talked to my counselor and he was like you know you might well look into social work so i did the whole social work route i did a little bit of psychology i still wanted to do something with exercise because I, I love to exercise i like being fit I like mm -hmm. being healthy so i did get into exercise physiology as well um but while I was at school, at the time, it was my junior year, I was, uh, I got into longboarding. Mm -hmm. So a longboard, if you guys don't know, it's, just, it's a skateboard, but it's just like twice as long mm -hmm. and a little awesome. bit wider. Yeah, so me and some of my friends, we were going um, down this hill, trying to get back to our house. And at the time, they were doing uh, construction. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of gravel rocks in the road and whatnot. So I was coming down this hill, 
and I was going to make a turn, but it was a car coming up where I was going to turn, so I had to keep straight. But when I was going down and I was going to make that, that sharp left to go, a rock got caught in my wheel. Mm-hmm. And my whole board stopped in place, and I flew off the board into the sidewalk and uh, cracked open my head. Um, had spinal fluid coming out my ear. Had a had a concussion. Had three stitches. Um, and I say all that to get to the healing aspect of that experience. Mm-hmm. So my mom, she was the one that was into Reiki therapy before I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was a part of a, a Reiki group that would pray and do Reiki for others. And, you know, even like my friends and family came to see me in the hospital. I just had a whole bunch of people just, you know, sending me positive energy, sending me healing energy. You know, it was something that was new. And I wasn't used to having so many people in my face uh, all at one time. Yeah. I was just trying to rest, to be honest. Um, but just having all that positive energy around me, you know, it healed me. I was supposed to be in the hospital for like more than a month and a half. I got out in about two weeks, two and a half weeks. Mm. You know, they were shocked that I healed so quickly. Yeah. You know, I had challenges. Um, going back to school, I couldn't look at a computer for no more than five minutes because that concussion, you know, it messed up my, my vision. So I couldn't, I feel like someone threw a flashbang at me and I just couldn't look at the screen or even just reading books. Like my eyes would just get tired over time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a challenge. Like all my professors gave me um, extensions on my papers and stuff. You know, it was supposed to be done at the end of the semester in December. I didn't turn most of my stuff in until like the spring. You know, but they still let me pass. I graduated on time. Um, so it was it was just going through that was kind of um, expansive. Yeah. Because I mean, I had to learn how to study again like differently. Usually I'll go to the library two hours, three hours, listen to music, play some games, whatever, and just do my work. Mm-hmm. But I really had to separate how I study. Like I would study 10 minutes, stop. 20 minutes, stop. 10 minutes, stop. Go outside, get some water, come back. Because if I just sat there, that stress of just like sitting there and like just staring at something, it was just too much, mm-hmm. you know. So, but I also got into meditation because keeping my eyes closed was very healing. Mm-hmm. You know, it took the stress off my eyes and just allowed me to just be still for a little bit. Um, so with that, you know, I started meditating more often. I talked to my mom about the Reiki classes, and I went through all four levels. You know, there's three levels plus the master teacher level. Um, I'm working on that right now. But, you know, as a level one practitioner, you learn how to heal yourself first. Mm. You're not allowed to touch anybody. You know, you just get your manual that you get in the first class. You just do your own research and you practice on yourself. Mm-hmm. And then once you get to the second level, one of the requirements were to uh, practice on others and for you to get your certification to like actually have a business you had to do at least 40 people mm-hmm. to get your certification. So in the past like six years, I've served over 80 people, you know, That's men, great. women, like older, like in their 
fifties, some in their twenties. I mean, I got kids that I see as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it, everybody's going through something. Mm-hmm. But and as when I say that, it's neither good or bad. You know, people just have ways of thinking that they need to process. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Reiki is a good way to allow yourself to get a reflection out of yourself so that you can see yourself in a, in a different way, so you can get a new perspective. Because yeah. you can get caught up in your own way of thinking and not even see the bigger picture of what you're doing in the first place. Yeah. You know, so getting my LLC and your EIN number and like getting all your insurances and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know, it's a whole process even before you even get a space. You know, I first started out my house I had people coming to my house, doing sessions with me. Um, you know, I still made sure legally everything was okay. Yeah. You know, have your waiver, have your insurance, stuff like that. You know, make sure that there's consent within um, in the session itself. You know, make sure people know that this is a safe environment. Everything's confidential. Everything is just, you know, here for you, not for anybody else. And yeah, you know, so after being inside the house for, I think it was about two and a half years or so, almost three years, I found this place. And, you know, as time goes on and you master yourself, you can start projecting your future a little bit better Mm. because you're more in tune with yourself. And one thing that I like to practice is just um, uh, like a visionary meditation. So if you're, say you're, you want to, um, I don't know, you want to get $10 from a friend. Yeah. You like meditate on it and you like picture your friend and you have the whole conversation that you want to have with your friend and you'll see that $10 getting passed to you. You know, that, that's just a, a practice of meditation so that you produce what you want without having a lack of confidence. Mm. Okay. Kind of remind me of the law of assumption. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, because everybody know affirmations. Mm-hmm. The law of assumption is you acting as if you already have it, like you obtain it. Yeah. And so when you get when your, so it's a mindset thing. Mm-hmm. So your mindset you could put in a state where oh, I already obtained it. Mm-hmm. It's like it naturally just comes to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because your mind is in that state of oh, I obtain it. I have it, it's mine. Mm-hmm. So eventually, that's what your mind projecting. That's how you manifest it. Yes, yes. And that's one tool out of all the different tools that you can use to manifest what you want. You know, like there's an example I always love to use about how to manifest things is the TV that I have in the studio. Mm-hmm. I got that from one of the, um, um, it was an employee appreciation day that we had at uh, Beachmont Country oh, Club. Oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I walked in there and I saw that TV and I was like, oh, that's mine. Like, I didn't say, like, oh, I'm going to win that TV or, like, anything like that. I literally said, oh, that's my TV right there with 100% certainty. And, you know, they call us up to get our little raffle tickets. I put my hand in there. I'm like, okay, that's the one. Pick it up. They say the number for the TV. I see my car ticket. I go, yeah. I get my TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, um, and what that kind of goes with too is your nutrition. 
You know, if you don't feel 100%, then you're not going to get 100% out of your experience. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, if you, if you usually get 12 hours of sleep and the day before you get only like six, you're going to feel different. You know, you might, you might feel energized, yeah. but you won't have the same energy that you had the day before with the 12 hours. You gotta find a balance. Um, but yeah, when it comes to the studio, I mean, this place used to be a barber shop. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. all the all <laughs> these walls in here, they were all red when I first came in. They here. were all red. Yeah, it looked very. Um, I don't want to say demonic, but <laughs> yeah, it was all red. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Oh, okay. What the shop used to be called? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I wonder, like, because, like, how you, like, how the doorway set up, like, mm-hmm. that's a weird, that's a weird place to put a barbershop in. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. a very weird place. And the therapy room that I have in the back is, um, they had, like, a recording studio in there. Yeah, so they were just. I understand what the indiv- who the individuals were. Yeah. yeah. It kind of reminds like, <laughs> it's like a barbershop in a recording studio, like. Like imagine like That's something Tyshawn was talking about doing. Like he yeah. was talking about doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I just like I could imagine getting my hair cut and then somebody like making music and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a that's a that's a unique combination. I'll say that's a yeah. that's a unique combination. Yeah. So and I I never met the person that owned this place beforehand. There was some legal stuff that happened. I didn't want to read into it because I didn't need. I didn't need to know. It wasn't, right. it wasn't for me, you know. So I took probably two weeks to get the red out. Oh, yeah, I remember paint. you was uh, painting the walls when you was, uh, when you was first, like, getting the, getting a place together. Mm-hmm. You was, uh, first you had painted it one color, then you had changed it. I don't know what color you had painted it first. So it, it was always white. It was? Oh, but okay. the thing is... It was the wrong paint that I was using. Oh, I had okay. to get like a more textured paint since these walls, whatever paint they used, was it was like very exorbitant. So whenever I would paint over it, you will see red seeping through okay. the white. So you had to use like four to five different colors. Yeah, yeah like twelve colors. <laughs> wow, yeah. Yeah, be here all dang day. Yeah, because it's this these walls. This building used to be some type of insurance company. And each wall is a is a panel wall, so it it's it's not like drywall or or brick or anything like that. It, it's it's a certain material that just soaks in paint. Mm-hmm. So I had to put like twelve coats around this whole entire place. How many buckets you had to buy? Yeah, it's, and the thing is too, they have their logo um, about like right over here, mm-hmm. and that was the hardest part to get rid of because it was different colors. Oh, okay. You know, so it was the red plus like their logo with mm-hmm. it was like uh it was like their name with the um barber pole and the clipper yeah, going okay. around it. Um and it was massive. It was it took up the whole wall. <laughs> yeah. So how, long, crazy. how long did it take you to like repaint the whole room? I'd say about three weeks because I you know, we'll come in, put a coat on, let it dry. Right. Just kept doing that process over and over again. And I did have some help, like my girlfriend, um, the two coaches that I work with for personal training, 
um, my nephews. Um, but yeah, so I didn't do it alone, so that was nice. So, yeah. yeah. That's one thing I learned on like doing the journey. Like, we, we ain't gotta always get it perfect. Mm -hmm. And so, like, we never even walk perfect. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's like, you walk into the store, right? Mm -hmm. You're not just gonna have a perfect walk. No, you might trip over a crack. Mm -hmm. You might be walking sideways. Mm -hmm. But you still get to your destination. Yeah. So it's like, we can't always be thinking about trying to get it right, trying to get it perfect. All you gotta do is just go. Mm -hmm. yeah, just go. <laughs> yeah. You don't hit roads along along the way, but you still gonna get to your destination. Yeah, because you're always gonna be learning. There's always gonna be some type of lesson going on, you know. So when it when it comes to the journey, you, I had moments of like, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. uh, who's who's actually gonna support me? You know, I had my low moments of just like despair about starting a business because I I had the knowledge, like I know I'm good as a practitioner. I know I'm a good personal trainer, but I'm not a good business person, mm -hmm. you know, and it's so much that goes into it. Just not just not just paying the bills. Right. Yeah. You know, you got to think about marketing. You got to think about um, your social media presence, because we live in a digital era now where right. if you're not on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, whatever it might be, you don't exist. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's word of mouth. Is how I started. Yeah. That's 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 your greatest form of advertisement. Word of mouth, having people that tell people that tell people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So doing like pop up events, those are pretty big. You know, you might have a pop up event in like your suburban area, like in Larchmere. They had a pop up event over there for a lot of fitness and healthy, um, like healthy shops, like different food stuff and stuff like that. Um, there's a pop-up event going on at Warrensville Heights at the end of this month, um, but that's more for the faculty and the kids. Um, but different schools would do it, different neighborhoods would do it, different, um, shoot, some businesses would do it, you know. Like our, our other coaches, they have um, little pop-up events inside the gym. You know, we sponsor the people that we know. Like we have some clients that have their own little business and they want to promote their business because yeah. we all want to grow together. Right. You know, we all look at each other as business, not just someone that just comes in and works out and goes home. Yeah. You know, everybody's got something going on, but they want that money, they need that money, and they want to produce more money. Mm -hmm. um, so I just got to take care of your, take care of your community. That's true. You know? That's true. So, I do have another question for you. So, everybody has their own definition of health, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, with you, with everything that you have going on and the way you present your studio, I feel like you even mentioned earlier, healing is very important to you. Mm -hmm. and, um, and healing also includes health as well. Mm -hmm. So, what is your definition of health? So, there's different parts of that. Mm -hmm. So, you got, you know, your physical health, mental health your spiritual health and then just you overall as a person your identity is your last part of your health mm. so if going into all of that you know your physical health you know that's this eating right yeah exercising meditating doing breathing exercises 
allowing your body to feel like a plant more than an animal, you know. Um, then you have the mental health. Mental health is how often are you thinking about other things outside of yourself versus worrying about yourself. You know, if you dig more into your own personal growth, your own personal way of um, interacting with others, improving your communication skills, improving your vocabulary, improving, you know, just your posture. Yeah. Because how, how you look and how you behave in front of uh, in front of people is what you're going to get from them. Yeah. Like, if I come to you all slunched over, I'm like, hey, how you doing? You're not going to fuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> you know, if I come up to you, chin up, head high, and I look in your eye and say, what's up? That's first contact of like, oh, okay, this is a real person I'm talking to. Yeah. And then from there, you know, judgment comes in. I try to live without judgment, but... You know, living in Cleveland, you never know what's what's going on in people's mind. Mm -hmm. I always blame it on the weather. Yeah, (laughs) and I I feel like that's a big thing, especially, you know, with Cleveland and with cities like Cleveland. You know, Mm -hmm. we we lose ourselves because there's so many distractions going on within the city. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's like we we just lose ourselves in entertainment, social media and uh hanging around the wrong crowds so it's like when it comes to and that 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 goes with mental health like you know it's important that i think we have talked about on one episode it's important to surround yourself with people that's uh educating themselves and wanting to improve themselves as an individual and willing to um you know have that energy that people can reciprocate you know like good energy yeah and um i feel like it's important that we, as a unit, at least try to, like, push out the narrative to just grow with positive energy. Yeah. You know? So, instead of just trying to pursue the entertainment and you know, all that other stuff, you know? Because I feel like what we got going on now, um, you know, our purpose of, like, talking on a higher level, trying to teach the youth on how to do some soul searching and, you know, learn about yourself as an individual, you know, I feel like that's the most powerful thing you can do is is, is inspire. So, because yeah. not only is we helping them, but we also reprogram our subconscious mind. Yeah. And a way to reprogram your subconscious mind is, you know, be who you say you want to be, and mm-hmm. you know, repeat those words and repeat like it's it's all through repetition. Repetition is how you program your subconscious mind. So if we grew up in poverty and that's all we know. That's all our subconscious mind gonna know. That's right. all it's gonna project. Yeah. We start talking at a high level and talking positivity and being great, and we constantly repeat that to our subconscious mind. That's all it's gonna hear, mm-hmm. and that's what we gonna project. Everything in this world is projection. Yeah. What you put out is what you get back. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. We're re- we are rewiring ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you don't get a reward. You you do negative things. Hey, you don't get a negative as reward. Mm-hmm. You do positive, you help people, you don't get a positive reward. Yeah. Everything has a consequence. Yeah. Rather it's good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. But yeah, I totally agree with you when it comes to um, health. Like, I feel like there isn't just one subject of health. Right. I feel like it most definitely includes mental, physical, um, identity. Um, I've always the other spiritual. spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like it's, it all, it, it's just like, it isn't just no one 
you know definition of health but i feel like it just includes in multiple multiple different areas um i like to call that wealth wealth yeah yeah Yeah. i know like when most people hear wealth they think of finance no when i hear wealth i think of literally everything that makes your overall Mm well-being so how you are financially how you are physically mentally spiritually emotionally everything yeah and I had recently just had a conversation with somebody. Um, he had asked me, okay, he said, be honest, be honest. So if you was to get a job that pays about, say you get a job at McDonald's that pay about $100,000. And the other option is you actually working, doing what you love, but you get paid less. Cool. And I'm like, he said, be honest. I said, honestly, I said, I would do what I love and get paid less. Honestly. And I'm because... I want to be able to go into that job actually enjoying what I'm doing and actually, you know, won't have to think about, man, I'm ready to go home, bro. I'm like, I'm, I'm like that that tiredness would be like, bro, I just want to go home, bro. Like, or I, I would say how I would probably respond to that, I would take the 100000 job, but I would use that to fund what I really want to do. Yeah. That's, what, that's what a job yeah. is for. I feel like if you really don't know what it is that you want to do in life, you should not be working on because then at that point that nine to five becomes your life right and so it's nothing wrong with working a job to fund what it is that you want to do and also doing something that you love on the time that you can't control could feel the same as the working the job you hate mm. and also uh what was I gonna say oh so like cause I be hearing like older folks saying like oh these young people don't want to work they lazy it's not because of that but no. it's like we we watched y'all uh, struggle work 40 30 years at a job you really don't like and we never really seen y'all enjoy life and it's like our subconscious mind we gonna automatically reject the idea of working a job for 40 years and yeah. so and that's why in today's era like if you ask most most millennials what is it that you want to do career wise most of them gonna say rapping Athletes, entertainment, because we rather do something that we love doing, getting paid less, Mm -hmm. than doing something that we hate, making ten times more. Now think about your mental health. For sure. I mean, take it from a business owner's perspective. Mm -hmm. If this is your business, and that's your passion, you know you're going to be happy that you're doing it, and you're going to be happy with the money that you get. Yeah. But what are you doing outside of your business that's going to help you help yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, what's going to allow you to build your energy and your frequency higher outside of your work? Because mm-hmm. even take my, my business, for example, this is about raising your, your frequency. Yeah. You know, me doing Reiki therapy, it does put me in a state of relaxation and it does allow me to raise my vibration as well. You know, but I'm doing that constantly with people. And sometimes when you're going back and forth with trying to, to, you're not really healing people. You're just spending time with people, Mm -hmm. you know, because everybody that comes in here, they're doing their own healing. I'm just an observer. Mm -hmm. You know, I I give them the, the tools. I guide you. But you're the one putting in the actual work, you know. But when I go home, I shut my brain off. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is everything that happens in here stays here. Yeah. I don't bring it home. Yeah. Right. Stay present in the moment. Make your money. Make make your business. Whatever whatever needs to be done, do it. But when that's over with, turn your brain off. Mm-hmm. Relax. You know, drink, get some water, play some video games, go out to nature and just hug a tree. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do whatever makes you happy mm-hmm. outside of your work. Because don't get me wrong, I enjoy this. All of this, I love seeing people change their behaviors. I see, I like that smile people have when they come off the massage table and just like, damn, it really yeah. ain't that bad. Yeah, I know about because <laughs> I, I, when I had my session, I was like, shit, like that was that was cool. It you was know, a nice yeah. experience, yeah. You know, because that's what I feel a lot of people forget is how to relax. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I'm perfect at it because you know, life happens. You, you know, your mom might be sick. Your, your dog may have just died. The the job is going under because of new management. Mm-hmm. You know, all all different things can happen. But if you can't take that experience that's causing you to feel low and separate separate yourself from that to bring yourself up, you know, that's a power. That's a superpower. Yeah. You know, the ability to look at something that's not desirable but be like oh okay what's next yeah being able to say what's next what's next not saying oh how am i going to figure this out yeah you know being in a state of contemplation yeah because if you're always thinking you're not doing anything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I- idle mind is a devil workshop Certainly. yeah the thinker versus the doer yeah <laughs> yeah so another thing that i want to dive into is your juices Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, because I know you make like a different, like a lot of different juices. Like, um, what is what's the, what's the one you're drinking right now? So this one right here, this is watermelon, uh, cantaloupe, apple, lemon, cayenne pepper, and sea salt. Okay. So, what this is doing is it's doing a, a few things. The main thing is helping my digestive system. Mm-hmm. Allowing things to process and to move out and be flush. Yeah. Um, you know, your watermelon and your honeydew and your cantaloupe, that's all good for your gut. It also helps your skin. Mm-hmm. It also helps with hydration. Um, the lemon in there has that citric acid. So the citric acid kind of helps break down fats in your stomach. And it kind of helps clean your stomach lining as well. Mm-hmm. So you get a better flow. Um the sea salt that's in there, that kind of helps ex- um, absorb the oxygen that's inside the water of the fruits. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of the fruit is all water, too. Um, so you got the hydrogen in there. And you want that salt to kind of solidify in your body so that you can actually produce oxygen in your body and make you feel awake. Mm-hmm. Because the more oxygen that you have going to your brain, the better your brain operates. Mm-hmm. Right. Some watermelon. And I always say, I mean, it's nothing wrong with just eating the fruit, but juicing, um, it's a lot easier on the body. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always eating, always trying to put something, yeah. put something down. So your body is always working. You got to think about your your uh, your organs just as much as your muscles. You know, if you go to the gym and do a hundred push-ups, and you get that pump. 
Like, yeah, your arms look bigger, but now your arms are fatigued. Same thing with you eat. You, you eat, 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 and your stomach and, and your liver and your kidneys and everything is getting bigger, and but they're getting stressed out. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're always working. That's why I started learning, like, I, tr- I try not to eat after 8 o'clock mm-hmm. because, like you said, your body, like, your digestive system, when you eat, your mm-hmm. body is working hard to break that down. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is when you eat past 8 o'clock, aka when the sun sets, it's starting to go down, mm-hmm. and you eat and you go to sleep, while you sleeping, your body still doing its job mm-hmm. is working. You're not, you're not letting it rest yeah now they're in the fully rest mm-hmm. and so that, that's something i'm starting to practice yeah yeah that's a major key right there because when it comes to like weight loss and stuff like that when people talk about intermittent fasting and all that jazz like some people can get a little crazy with it i always say you know give yourself three hours before you go to sleep um usually my last meal is around six o'clock i mean i'm not perfect at it all the time sometimes i have a meal at like eight nine whatever but you know around six o'clock is when i have dinner um and what happens is you you eat you digest it you go use the bathroom then you'll be on an empty stomach okay follow me here so when you go to sleep like you said your body is still working your body's working out so what happens when you're asleep, you usually le- you usually lose about 300 to 250 calories in your sleep. And if you want to lose weight, there's there's a hack there. If you sleep on an empty stomach, lose calories while you sleep, and don't eat until lunchtime in the morning, but also work out in the morning, you probably just lost the extra thousand, two thousand calories right there, and that's going to add to you losing weight on a consistent basis, instead of trying to eat, then work out, eat again, work out, and then go to sleep. You know, you put yourself in a calorie deficit at night, so when you wake up in the morning, you work out, you can capitalize on that deficit to even lose more, and then you'll eat. That's and it's like, it's, it's crazy, because even in the morning, like, like I can't eat as soon as I wake up. Like my mm-hmm. body needs time to wake up. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, too, is everyone is, is a different case. You know, like, like you just said, you don't want to eat in the morning. I always eat in the morning. I don't really eat dinner all like that. You know, people, everybody's a little bit different. Yeah. Your body clock might be different than his body clock. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and how people are different on, on that level is, is all kinds of different aspects of that. It could be age, race, um, if you're male, female, you know, a lot of my female clients, I can't recommend the same diet that I would to to a male. Yeah. You know, it, their whole chemical makeup is so much more different than ours um, that they're so sensitive. Like, like if <laughs> like something as small as an egg, if they eat a whole egg versus egg whites, mm-hmm. there's a difference. Because if they eat the whole egg, they might be bloated. But if they eat just the egg whites, they won't bloat. Hmm. Damn, like it's it, crazy. There's there's these micro things that goes into learning about yourself, and some of it is trial and error. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like that's that's What's like that's one, one of the best teachers. Mm-hmm. Like figure out what works and figure out what don't work. Yeah. So you just keep going with what works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you really do. Cause if it works, it works. You know. Um, 
And I'm still learning. I don't know everything about nutrition. I know what works for me, and I reciprocate, I reciprocate that to other people, but I also say do your research. You know, I always tell people to take vitamin D pills because they feel tired. But sometimes you just need to have a better sleep schedule. You don't even need to take pills. You know, or you might need to work out more mm-hmm. you know, so you can exhaust yourself. Because sometimes people that have like insomnia and stuff like that, yes, they're overthinking and there's a part of their brain that won't allow them to sleep. But if they take, you know, there's some medications that can induce it. But if you really focus on your breath and learning how to exhaust yourself at the same time, you can learn how to relax. You know, because sometimes if I'm up late and I can't sleep, what I'll do is I'll go outside for a little bit and just take in some some fresh air. I'll go back inside and then I will, <laughs> this is going to sound kind of weird, but I will take the feeling that I feel outside and try to refill that inside. And oh, that, make, that makes perfect sense. You know what I mean? Never, yeah, that, that, make, that makes sense. That reminds me of that meditation you was telling me about. Mm. The, uh, what was it called? This the division. The aspect or something else it was something like that um well when it when it comes to doing something like that for like sleep um that's a little bit easier versus than like manifesting um because it's it's (laughs) funny enough it's easier to relax than it is to um you know go run five miles I was talking more so like the transmutation part. The transmutation like you part. Say, take those feelings that you had outside. Okay, so that's that goes back into um, Reiki therapy. Yes, that's, okay. that's it. That's it. That's it. So when it comes to Reiki therapy in that aspect, what we're doing is a total flush. You know, allowing that all that energy that you've collected that's making you feel so tense or stressed or depressed or whatever it might be. You know, we're we're taking that energy and moving it out. And whatever way your body expresses that, you know, sometimes people will have body twitches. Some people might see colors. Some people might have a vision. Some people might not even see anything. You know, we take that experience and identify what that is connected to for a behavior standpoint. So if you're, if you have a hard time falling asleep because you're thinking about where you're going to get your next job then you might have lower back pain and you might exhibit a tingle in your back or you might feel heat in your back or you might just be aware of a feeling in your back because your back houses your financials so whenever you see somebody that's always thinking about money or how to get money and stuff like that look at their posture financially exhausted exactly because they're always working even if they even if they can't find work they're still working because they're trying to they're thinking they're overthinking they're not they're not being in the present moment they right. back in their mind they're still thinking about work right yeah so it there's a lot of aspects to it you know that's this one one perspective and that's what i always say to all my all my clients after all my sessions you know you can listen to me you can take my advice, but it's all perspective. You can take it and run with it, or you can throw it in the garbage. You know. 
choice is yours. The choice is yours. <laughs> the choice is yours. <laughs> everybody also, everybody also receives information differently too. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's good to give like your knowledge, your advice, but it's about the experience that you learn from the most. It's definitely the experience that you get the most data from because that's the most interactive. You know, if, if you're not a very communicative person and you don't, um, you, you don't adapt from communication, like you actually need physical interaction to produce some type of change in yourself, then you have to learn the opposite end because you're lacking in one aspect of yourself. So if you're always used to, you know, working, doing physical labor instead of using your voice, you know, you, you might not fully exceed in what you're trying to do. Like if, because um, that's why I like partnering personal training with Reiki therapy. You know, we work with the outside and then we work with the inside. Get the body right, get the mind right. You know, you got it's just two different sides, you got to mm-hmm. balance. Yeah, it takes practice, takes discipline. You gotta have that desire. Yeah. I always say you gotta have desire. If you don't have desire, then you're just gonna have acid. Mm. You know. They talked about that the most in this book I'm reading called Thinking Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. You know that, that, like you say, you gotta have desire. Yeah. And what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. So, um, your personal training. Um, like I've been seeing your results of your clients, bro, and it's been truly amazing. And um, is so. What is your main focus and your goal when it comes to personal training right now? Well, first off, thank you for recognizing mm-hmm. the work that we put in out yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. You know, if they want to lose fifty pounds, then that's what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. If you want to gain muscle, then that's what we're gonna do. You know. You gotta talk about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and sometimes some people's goals change. You know, one one day they'll be like, "Okay, I want to lose ten pounds." Okay. Two weeks go by, they lose ten pounds. I want to lose another ten pounds. Okay, we do the same thing, do the same process. Uh, I I don't challenge people in their in their goals, but what I will do is make them see other opportunities within their goals so if you lose 10 pounds and you feel lighter you might want to change your endurance then you might want to do more endurance training and get your endurance up now you got your endurance up how about your strength we'll get your strength up let's work on that you know you can people can get caught up in their own in their own goals but not see the other things around their goals that can produce more because I'll have somebody that uh, came, he actually came to me to lose weight and train to go into the uh, firefighter academy. Mm-hmm. You know, when we first started, he was here every day. Mm-hmm. Every day, five times out of, out of the week. And we'll be here at like eight o'clock at night. And he'll be here from like eight to 10. He'll mm-hmm. do a two hour session. You know, this is when I first started out. And I, I, I kind of just accepted anybody and everybody. Yeah. And, you know, um, you, you kind of learn your schedule as you go. But at that time, 
You know, he kept showing up. He put in that work. And maybe, I think it was two months passed by, he just fell off. He stopped coming. He didn't, like, know what to do with himself because he lost his job, you know. Um, but at the same time, he he found himself within that. Mm. And, you know, he came came to me for, you know, life coaching and stuff like that just to get a different perspective to re-attain his goal. And I was like, you know, you put in all this work in your body, but you don't put enough work into your mind. And when I said that, it clicked for him. Mm. You know, he, he took the opposite side of what he was doing and took that energy and put it to something else. You know, instead of focusing on working out, he focused on his mental health. He, he worked on building his internal energy so that he can communicate to others better. You know, and once he mastered that aspect of himself, then he got back in the gym. And then we didn't do five times out of the week, we just do three times. And the training was still the same. You know, I'm a tough trainer. I mean, I'm not gonna sugarcoat you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my whole thing is just finish. It might be a hard workout, it might be high reps, it might, high, might be high volume on the weight. But just finish. Take your time. I ain't got nowhere else to be. This is my life. This is your life. Mm-hmm. Let's get this together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you're going to take the time and take that care that you need. And he took his, um, you know, he took his firefighter test. And the one of the requirements was this agility test. The max time was seven minutes. He finished in three minutes and 30 seconds. Ooh, that's nice. You know, because he, he took the time to master both sides. Because if he would have went in there on that five times out of the week training, he probably wouldn't have done as well because his body wouldn't have been rested. Yeah. You know, his, his body wouldn't have been rested. His mind wouldn't have been rested. He had to master all of those aspects of himself before he can take that test and pass it with flying colors. Balance. Balance. And speaking about balance, that was going to be the next topic, too, you know, and earlier we was talking about balance and you was talking about how you feel like now in your life, you feel like you just now getting to the point of before you were talking about like how people was just ordering juices back to back. And he was like, "Okay, man, I got to make sure that I I drop off these juices and Mm -hmm. stuff. And he said, no, I'm just doing it one one at a time, you know, and. You know, uh, we had, we didn't like we didn't, we probably covered the conversation, but you know, I just want to talk about that again. Yeah. You know, um, I forgot I was gonna say. You was talking about how spending time with yourself and like just getting getting me time and just knowing when it's like trying to not interfere the business with me time in a way like yeah yeah you know how to separate yeah just separating the work with your imagination yeah that and like your your, just your own personal life and space Mm -hmm. you know since since I do a lot you know I'm a (laughs) I'm a Reiki practitioner I'm a personal trainer I'm a mentor I I do uh, landscaping on the side you know I'm a dog dad Um, you know I have all these different responsibilities but the biggest responsibility is myself, you know? 
when I first started this business, I was, I was money hungry. You know, I was really just trying to do as much as I can to get the most money so I can pay my bills and have fun. Mm-hmm. But what I, what happened over time is I just started getting exhausted. Like I literally would have body twitches when I fall asleep where my girlfriend would not be able to sleep because I am shaking the bed so hard that it feels like an earthquake because I am just that exhausted because I'm, I'm working, working, working. And when you, when you work out and just you're always moving, your muscles are getting solid, you know, Whenever you see like these bodybuilders and stuff, they look super. Everyone says they look solid, yeah. You know because everything is pumping. But what you don't see is what they do on recovery. You know they take more time in recovery than they do working out. Yeah. Um, but for me, I was just working, 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 mm-hmm. moving, moving, moving. And then as soon as I get in that bed and I'm fully relaxed, it's like a rubber band effect. Yeah. As soon as as soon as I stretch that band and I relax it doesn't go back to the original state it's this it's flimsy and my body responded by just doing like this my knee would shake my arm would, would flop out uh, I almost <laughs> fell out the bed once mm. uh, just from moving so, <laughs> so much uh, and like I was taking energy drinks and stuff yeah. too that was another problem um, there's a whole bunch of caffeine no, you got body armors? Uh, I've had it before, but my I usually drink uh, Celsius. I love Celsius. What's that? What's that? Celsius is like uh, it's like sparkling water. Mm. It's like zero calories. It's it's really good. Yeah, because yeah. I drink I drink sparkling water. It's like I try to stay away from juice and pop and stuff like yeah. that. You got to put me on it. Mm-hmm. They got to be gas stations. What? The, uh, Celsius. Celsius. Yeah. yeah. The, the only bad part about them is they kind of expensive. Like a twenty. I went into BJ's and a twenty pack is like forty some dollars. Yeah, mm. they they expensive. They so. are expensive. I once seen this video. This man was talking about like he stopped comparing the price of things. He always look at the bottom, right? So a lot of times, like in poor neighborhoods, they mostly eat fast food and what what they can afford. Yeah, yeah. but it's like you gotta look at the longevity. Mm. You bought you bought this Big Mac for five dollars. Right. But how much it costs to treat? Like you gotta think long term. Like you mess around, get diabetes, or you mess around and get like something something going on with your health. Yeah, it's gonna cost more for your health. Right. Versus you choosing a healthier option. Mm-hmm. You know, in the long run, it's not really gonna cost you that much. Yeah. You know, it is ex- expensive to eat. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I, it's not in their vicinity neither. So that's all they see too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the more healthier places are more out farther out. Yeah. Like Whole Whole Foods, yes. there's not a Whole Foods around us. Nah, <laughs> no, I only went to that store once. Yeah, me too. They, they had a lot of stuff. In there. Yeah, funny enough, like my senior project kind of centered around that stuff. You know, I did research about food deserts in Cleveland, and what that what that really is is how far is a residential area from a fresh marketplace versus a convenience store because a convenience store is not a grocery store no. okay. you see people shop there <laughs> yeah, everybody yeah. go there yeah. you know the, in most cases like in Cuyahoga County um, you know in these little neighborhoods that we have 
the nearest grocery store is, is at least a mile away from someone's house versus a convenience store that's around the corner. Right. Yep. You, know, you got these convenience stores and they got that liquor store and they got a church. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally right next to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus that's crazy. going two miles out, going to somewhere like Trader Joe's or uh, Fresh Time or um, I mean Whole Foods is okay I just don't care for Whole Foods because they got a little too headstrong and their prices are ridiculous for most things but yes you get what you pay for but you know if you go to Whole Foods and get two pounds of, of ground beef grass-fed, all that mumbo-jumbo that they like to feed people that want to be health-conscious, and like that two pounds is $24, I can go to the Amish country and get two pounds for, for $10. Remember the Amish country burgers we had at his house? Yeah, that, that, that's because America, that's they take things, things and then sell it back to us more than what it's actually worth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know... Well, we already know it's like America is a business. Yeah. It's a corporate. Because yeah, consumer-based economy, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> remember we was talking about how, like, you know how in uh, a Home Depot they had, like, the actual, like, uh Yeah, the actual, plant. like, you can grow your own food. Yeah. And I was like, one day we got to do that, like, yeah. let's open up something. Yeah. But it's like... That's why, like, land to me is so important. And because I, I, I'm just tired of just going into the store and getting like fruits and vegetables from the store because it's mm-hmm. like, um, I feel like regardless, you still are gonna have to detox your fruit, even if you was to grow it from your own like garden. Yeah. But it's just like, you will have to, you will, you'll worry about it a, a lot a less, like, just less of, um, you'll just, <laughs> you'll worry about it less if you would just, like, grow your own fruit from home than, like, actually buying it from, like, the grocery store. Yeah, you know, you know exactly what's going into your body, and you know exactly how it's growing. Versus you go to the store, they can tell us anything. Well, most, well, <laughs> I, I, I believe most fruits are sprayed with pesticides. Yes, and that's not even good for Like, apples, like, apples and stuff like that. That's why they always recommend to, like, wash them off before we eat them. Yeah. And I get it because like it's to keep the bugs and stuff away, but at the same time, it's not good. But it's for still, our life. but it's still toxic to us. Yeah, as it's well. not good for our life. And then too, with when it comes to fruit, you gotta look at those stickers. The stickers got certain numbers numbers on there. If it has a four starting on it, that means the pesticides and stuff and GMO. What about threes? Threes is even worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah threes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was talking about that. He was talking about it. But normally, if it starts with a nine, though, yeah. it's more organic. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully, you know they. You know the government can label anything and make That's it. You know sometimes they. I feel like they also do that too. Like where they have like, like they have organic strawberries is more expensive than regular strawberries. Mm-hmm. So it's like is y'all just labeling it that for y'all to get more money, or is it actually? You know, that's why I be thinking about sometimes when I get the organic. I'm like, I could be getting the same thing. I'm just paying more. Yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, I want to talk about, like, your process of detoxing fruit, because I know you detox your fruit um, before you, like, do your juices and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you, do you put, like, uh, baking soda and stuff in it, or, like, in, like, a bowl, or? Um, yes and no. It depends on what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes just, just washing it is enough. 
because um, I'm juicing. So, you know, if you if you do the, the whole bacon sort of thing, that, that's good for if you're going to eat it. But if you're juicing, you're going to get rid of a lot of the toxins if you just wash it. Okay. So you say juicing, you're talking about like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus just cutting it and just eating it. I got a question. <clears throat> so, do you eat bananas? No. All about the action, like, how do you detox a banana? Bananas is... Really, originally from I remember you. I learned from you from Africa. It's <laughs> yeah. like because Africa, like the um, they actually have the seeds mm-hmm. inside the banana, like the actual yeah. banana. Mm-hmm. That's what the actual banana is supposed to look like. It's like not what, what you see, like in the store. They, they sucking the seeds on. They, no, they're because how do they, how do they take the seed out the banana? It's a lot to deal with, like science and taking two, whatever, I forgot the name, you take the two or whatever, you combine them, literally, and you just make it where it doesn't come with seeds. That's the GMO genetically. They genetically modify the banana where the banana can grow without the seed, which is very unnatural. Yeah, and a lot of the bananas now, you know, they're, when they do all the science stuff to it, it's producing more um, potassium because they want to, you know, make people believe that the only way to get potassium is through these bananas but you can overdo it with the potassium if you take too much potassium you can actually get get cramps yeah or diarrhea or you can throw up especially if you're on an empty stomach it's uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of research to do on fruit for sure. Yeah, and, uh, and I don't know everything about it, but yeah, because I haven't had a banana in months. Uh, I had one from Aldi's. I ain't never bought that again. Like, cause I noticed the difference when I had a banana from Aldi's versus at Walmart. You know, they got the organic bananas, and it's like you could just like I'm able to tell. And then like they rot it quicker than the ones I had before. Cause the ones I had before, the organics from Walmart, they last me about. Yeah, week, it took. It, yeah. I went to all these. It only last me like three days, four days. <laughs> I didn't get to eat all yeah. of them. I do know if you um if you take the bundle of the bananas and you keep them all together with the stem still there, if you put the stem in spring water, it'll keep them fresh for a while. Mm. I didn't know that. It's, it's, but I, I haven't had bananas in a while because bananas for me causes mucus to inflame. So I, I stay away from bananas. Bananas and jackfruit, I can't do. It causes mucus to come up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I also try to stay away from cheese as much as I can, because I know, you know, because dairy products, you know, it creates a lot of mucus as well. Yeah. So that's why I try to stay away from as much dairy products as possible, because mm-hmm. I don't feel like I don't want to have that feeling of just like that bloatness. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I, it's like yeah, feeling bloated and. Coughing up that mucus and this stuff coming out your nose and all that other stuff. Because yeah. I did, so. uh, when I started um, doing a sauna, like, I would have, like, moments of where, like, mucus would actually, like, come mm-hmm. up. And I had to be like, I gotta spit this out somewhere. Because, yeah. you know, or to come, like, down from my nose and, like, into my mouth. Because that happened to me today. And I was like, because I haven't been, in, I haven't done the sauna probably in about, like two or three weeks mm-hmm. so getting back into there my body probably was shocked 
that steam room is the truth. Yeah. I, <laughs> hey, man. Th- thanks, to, thanks to this man right here. He got me into it. Like, I've never been there. I got to go on one. Yeah. yeah. So we, we tried to... I tried to get Tyler in there, but he said it's too hot. I'm like, that's that's the point. <laughs> that's the point. That's, you know? that's I remember when he first tried to get in there, he went I there with his hoodie. Oh <laughs> God! No, I took my I took my uh, cause he was like, "Are you sure?" I'm like, "Man, I'm a G man. I do this for real, man." <laughs> like, okay, David, God, I'm like, okay, and the logs, I got this, man. He, well, last minute, I was like, "Let me just take my hoodie," because I was like, "Let me just take it off." Okay, because he keep telling me that it's really hot in there. I'm like. Probably like 150, 160. Like, what's that? Went in there, heat wave. I said, Yeah, cause. and I had my socks on, and I was like, Oh my goodness. Because some people be going in there with their sweatpants on, t shirt. Yeah. I'm like, You ever seen somebody go in there like with a book? Like, hit the stain room and read a book? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, I have not seen that. Larry Because I, I can't read, and I'm trying to focus on breathing. Mm-hmm. Breathing is more important to me. So when I'm in there, like, I'm like, Sort of like meditating because I don't take my phone in. Like, I take my phone in there, but I don't get on it. Like, some people listen to music, and I feel like I take the time in the sauna to, like, keep myself away from that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do turn on my cool down on my watch, but, like, as far as, like, listening to music, I feel like the sauna is, like, also could be a meditation. And some people, like, be listening to music. Plus, my headphones get too hot, so I can't. Yeah. So, it's like, it, it forces me to be in there and really take in my breathing and yeah. and really understand like how i feel in the moment and mm-hmm. like you know because i'll do 10 minutes up top and yeah because like out. the current like when you stand up it's like because it when, yeah. when i went in there it was like that boy that boy was packed yeah mm-hmm. it was like you want to sit down i'm like no i'll just stand i'm <laughs> just stand i'm just stand and you know then after the then i came out took like a two minute rest you know threw some water on my head went back in there and then finished it out so because i worked out Technically, I worked out for five hours. Today? Yeah, because I went to the gym around like 12.40. And, you know, they had a kid stuff. And, you know, because really, like, I would have been out of there about three. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do legs. That took me about two hours because I was kind of prolonging it so I could get to the sauna. Then three o'clock came around. They said the ladies on break, so it won't be open till four. So I ended up hooping a little bit, getting a little cardio in. And then after that, I did the sauna. Nice little session. What's the, what's, what's the benefits to it? The sauna, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like one of the key things on that I read about that I like, I could say like several like different like benefits, but like one of the key ones I heard about, but I don't know it's true. It's a reverse agent. That's what it said. I'm not. I'm not gonna say. Oh yeah, if you go in the sauna, you know you get younger. Yeah, but like I'm not I'm not saying that but it's uh, just like it's just like all the benefits that it caters to all together is just like lessons lessons down that or it increases longevity I'm just yeah. say that. what yeah. about from your experience like listen, listen oh I mean yeah cause like when I was like cause at one time I was like kinda like sick and I had that feeling of like being sick and then when I went in the sauna for like at least probably like 10 to 15 minutes I was in there and that sickness I was feeling when I got out I was like damn that shit kind of went away yeah it went away whenever I get sick I make sure I take myself to the sauna yeah that's what because I I was sick like a while ago like a long time ago and I was just in there like 
every like every single day like i'll be in there in the morning then i'll come back later in the evening and do it trying to like get back to 100 percent. and after like a week or so like my sickness was gone because my mom was like take some robitussin and i was like mom i don't need that i just need a sauna i told her i said sauna that's yeah. where i'm going to <laughs> yeah. go to the sauna you know to sweat out the the mucus and the, yeah you know and that's what that does you know it sweats out all those Bad things. Yeah. Because what's the biggest organ in your body? Your skin. Your skin. Mm. So every everything that has to do with most illnesses that like the common cold or the flu or stuff like that, like the mucus base diseases, you know, that can be expelled through the skin. So that's why using a steam room is the most effective because it makes you sweat. Mm. You know, yeah. and then two the difference between like the steam room and the sauna, the sauna is just pure heat and it's going to make you sweat. But the steam room has that hydration factor to it. So it will open up your pores like a sauna would, but it will also cause a little bit of hydration in your skin at the same time. So, mm. so it won't be dry sweat that you're getting from a, from a sauna versus mm. steam room. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. Because I always wondered the difference between steam rooms yeah. and saunas. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. And, and the steam room is better on the lungs too, because you're you're breathing in um, oxygen and within the actual steam itself. Yeah. You know, when you're in a sauna, that's just dry air. Yeah. So you just gonna it's gonna be harder to breathe in there than it is in the steam room, and you actually feel more refresh out of a steam room than a sauna because it takes more work for your body to catch up with that heat in a, in a dry sauna versus a steam room so I always say go in the steam room you know but if you if you just looking for that sweat and you just trying to sweat and clear out your pores then go in the, in the, in the sauna you know that that'll give you a quick fix and you don't have to be in there as long um, but I would stay in a steam room for about 30 minutes Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah, I might take a break for like two minutes just to get some water or whatever. But I, I, I spend about thirty minutes in there, yeah, almost an hour. Maybe I just take breaks, put my feet in the water, because usually most steam rooms are next to the pool. Yeah, yeah, because so it was it's next to the pool. Yeah. So I probably like dip in the pool real quick just to cool down, or like some <gasps> gyms that have like that little shower head next to the pool or something like that. Just yeah. rinse off real quick, cool the body down, go back in. Yeah, that's one lesson I learned too. Like when I was doing a sauna, like I didn't know you're supposed to like wash that stuff off because yeah. basically, like it's yeah. it's you know the the whatever you like clear it out, mm-hmm. it's still on your skin. So yeah. mm-hmm. and I ended up with like bumps and stuff. I'm like, yeah. I thought it's supposed to help me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I thought it's supposed to help me. It's giving me bumps and I'm itching and I'm like, what's wrong? And then somebody told me they was like, yeah, you're supposed to wash that stuff off mm-hmm. after you get done so it doesn't re-enter your body so what steam room do you go to because i don't i don't know about one i know i don't know of the y the y has one like any y so i go to the y downtown the one one downtown has one okay they have both a steam room and a sauna and their steam room is actually pretty good. Because yeah. I got a worldwide membership, so try them out. Yeah. yeah. How you feel about cold showers? Love them. 
Oh man. Oh man. That's that's something I've been practicing ever since yeah. our senior year. So it's We've been out of school since 2020. Yeah. So I've been practicing that. Yeah, since 2020. Yeah. And like I def I noticed like the difference and changes when I take that versus a hot shower. Oh yeah. Because for one, when you're taking a cold shower, you closing your pores versus a hot shower, hot water opens up your pores, so you letting all that back. You let you let let things into your pores. Yeah. And I get just so many benefits to cold shower. I don't even know where to start. Like, <laughs> like for me. Like, it'll boost my energy. Like, it's better than coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like, when, that, when that cold water touches your body, your brain, like, you go into shock mode. Yeah. And it also expands your muscles. There's so many benefits to my, it. Every time I take a cold shower, <laughs> my, it's, it's like my breathing go away. So I'll be like, okay. That's why, like, you want to just try to ease your way into it. Like, like start mm-hmm. off with, like, that warm... Warm water. That's I don't like. I don't like. Be. I don't like doing that though, because it's like. It either way, it's going. I'm gonna be like. It's gonna happen either way. <laughs> you, you like get over with. <laughs> 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 Let me go ahead, hit me with the cold shower, so my body can get used to it, so I can clean myself. Yeah. Plus, it kind of save on the water bill too, because you, ain't, you yeah, ain't in does. there. You ain't in yeah. there ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what. That's what I should have did. Like when I first started off. I was talking to Dave, Jaka, shout out Jaka. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Jaka, David, and we, we were just having a conversation about it after track practice. And I had tried it. My first time trying, I'm like, oh, like, like, oh, like, I don't think I I started practicing it longer, and eventually I just started loving them. Mm-hmm. When I first started, I started off strictly cold. Yeah. Now I started off warm. Yeah. It did work my way cold because I like to keep that balance. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's been working. Yeah. 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 You ever um, heard of cryotherapy? Ooh, that Sound sucks. That's that? Cryo. Like ice baths? Mm, sort of. <laughs> uh, it, it has no ice in it's no, it's no ice. It's uh, liquid nitrogen. That's, that's, that's that, what, is like, that the uh, like you stand so it up? Put, like, they put up, like yeah. things around you because that's like uh, what some bodybuilders do to like recover fast. Yeah. yeah. They do the cryotherapy. They basically like. They stand in this thing and like the only thing that's sticking out is your your so head. head yep. And then you just Oh I didn't Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. That's exactly, okay, yeah, that's what I thought that was. Okay. It's a yeah. place I go to in Beachwood called um Northeast Cryo. They have they have the cryotherapy, leg compression, and then they have like this cryo skincare thing that they do. Um it's like it's kinda like a a, a facelift. Um they have like this little pin that will spew out that liquid nitrogen is this really cold and they do like around your eyes to help your bags kind of deflate um it it takes a while for it to see results in that but it, it is effective but when it comes to like cryotherapy for for the whole body you're only in there for about three minutes it feels like an hour because it's just super cold, super cold. there's three different levels um i think the third level is over over like negative two hundred some degrees, like it's pretty. On, it's pretty cold. You know, I don't know, know dude, because I'll be breathing. I might, I might stop. Yeah, so, I might stop breathing. So what's that first level like? So the first level, the first level is cool. Like it, that feels like a like an ice bath mm-hmm. kind of thing. But once you get past like the two and, and level three, it, it's cold. Yeah. I'm not going to strip cold. It's, it's very cold. <laughs> yeah. I remember one time, because they tell you, you know, don't shower 
uh, 30 minutes before because if you have any um, moisture on your skin, it will freeze. Ooh. And I, I made a mistake and put lotion on. Oh. The, uh, like, Man. I don't know, 15, 20 minutes beforehand. Yeah. I got out. My knees, I, I was like. For real? Like trying to move my leg because the, the lotion, the yeah. moisture from the lotion, like froze my knees. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crap. That's crazy. So I was just like standing there doing this for like, I don't know, probably like 10 seconds. It didn't take too long for it to yeah. get the feeling back. But still, you know, it's just. Yeah. When you get out of it, it's like, oh, okay. Oh, I'm, leg. Try it. <laughs> I'm most definitely try it for sure. Yeah. How much? How much did you have to pay for it? Yeah. So uh, your first session is twenty five dollars. Oh, that ain't bad. Yeah. That's another uh, health benefit to call shoppers like, mm-hmm. especially for us man, like it boosts testosterone through the roof. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's so many health benefits. Like, mm-hmm. if you go on YouTube and look it up, like yeah. I looked into it, tried it, and I'm seeing like. Yeah. Results, it, yeah. It, it worked for me. Yeah, yeah. that's that's why I love appreciate. Like, you know, I always tell people after a workout, take a cold shower because that's gonna speed up your recovery. And I feel like that's what kept me going. Like, like every day after track practice, mm-hmm. like we do a crucial workout. Yeah. Instantly take a cold shower as soon as I get home. Like, <laughs> I remember, I remember indoor track. You know, it's snowing during the time, mm-hmm. so I used to walk from the cold just yeah. to get in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I used to love them. I used to love what it did for me. Like, what else to do? Uh, let's see. Because there's just so many health benefits. Boost testosterone. Oh, it helps it help with your immune system. Like, you want to get sick as much. You know, because your body dealing with that cold. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Use the elements for your advantage to heal you. You know, water, hot or cold, is very healing for the body. Mm-hmm. You know, you know when it comes to air, how you breathe, it's very important for the body too. You know, you some people can have shallow breathing, and what that means is you're not taking in enough oxygen to go to your brain to allow you to function better. You know, if you take a moment and actually like take a breath there's a sense of light that you get when you do that versus just breathing how you breathe on that's a, something that's the basis. Like, just i'm gonna touch back on what you said like when you first get in oh, you do. <laughs> 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 yeah so like when you take the cold shower and you know you sit in that water mm. like like you start focusing on your breath yeah it, it, it make it make it yeah. More, it make the experience go by more smooth. Yeah, mine start up, but you learn how to control your breathing. Yeah, and then I do like, and I flex like every single muscle when I feel like I'm in it. Yeah, like I could, I could be having like, I could feel drained. I could feel really drained. But once I take that cold shower, it's like I just get this boost of energy out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's that's what that's one of the main things I love about it. Like, yeah. like, like, did you know your body is like a magnet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you attract that many different kind of energies to you throughout the day, and it's like by taking a cold shower. Like to me, it felt like it get rid of it get rid of all that mm-hmm. energy, all that negative energy. Not saying I'd be wrong. Like I'm just saying, like it helps with boosting your energy. Yeah, I feel, no, it definitely does. I feel like it also helps with like uh, I would say semen retention as well. Like mm-hmm. if you get the urge, mm-hmm. you just oh, take yeah. a cold shower, mm-hmm. it, it immediately like. <laughs> 
what you felt <laughs> 10 minutes ago, you don't feel that way no yeah. more. So it, it, it kills the urge for sure. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. It's so because your body going to shock. So it's like, man, I ain't worried about. I ain't worried about this. No yeah. more. <laughs> it's so many benefits. I could go on and on. Like, yeah. oh, it helps with. Uh, it helps with discipline. Yeah. And also. Yes. Yeah. What else? <laughs> what else helps with? Uh, oh, I feel like it also helps with uh, facing your fears. Okay. Cause don't nobody want to just wake up and it's step a, in on cold ass y'all. Yeah, it's a it's a mindset like even even when I'm like uh, sometimes sometimes I throw on some music like feel like I'm lifting weights like it'd be like okay I got throw on some music and just to mm-hmm. jump in and you know because I jump in like instead of me I don't jump in from like back there with the water touching my leg and then it go up all the way up here I jump like mm-hmm. my head hit it first and then I just kind of the the worst thing about it. Like when it hit my back, that's where I'd be like, <laughs> it, when it hit when it hit my back, it'd be like, oh my goodness, like I can't do this. So that's the first thing I'll jump in with is like I'll just start like turning around and also make you like it also clear your head too, like it yeah. make you make you think like. I always think about like my day. Yeah. <laughs> Every time yeah. I step in. Yeah. Who we at on the time? Um, we at nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Definitely make you I think I think that's about covers it for real. Okay. I know I know we can go on and on. I know, yeah. but we but we on time. We on yeah. time right now. I was so. gonna say if anybody has any last questions for me, yeah, we'll wrap it up. Um, y'all have any questions? For, well, um, we could probably talk about his weight his weight journey. You know, because I'll probably need I need some of them juices <laughs> to help me. Like I've been trying. And I feel like I'm stuck. Like, I've been doing, I think I need to change my routine, but that's, well, adding the sauna kind of helped me lose some more weight, but yeah. it's something that I'm, I feel like I'm missing. Because mm-hmm. I was doing the lifting, hooping, and that helped me lose like 50 something pounds, 50, 60 pounds. Because I was, uh, I'll show you a picture of what I used to look like. Okay. Man. Because I was. <laughs> Boy, yeah. them high school days, it was <laughs> it was rough, man. It was rough. But yeah, um, yeah, y'all, that's that just about covers it. Uh, covers it. Um, covers it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't speak. But um, we truly appreciate you for having us come in to the studio, and um, you know, high yeah. vibration. Right. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. I feel the energy in here as soon as I walked in here. <laughs> Well, hey, it was a pleasure you. talking to you. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was nice. It was good talking to you. Yeah, for sure, man. And um, is there anything you want the people to know, like you know, like business wise, what you got coming up, and links and um, websites or anything, what you got going on? Well, uh, everything's on my Instagram. Yeah. So my Instagram is your wellness. Well, your wellness LLC. Um, you'll see pretty much some videos, pictures of me doing stuff with personal training. You'll see yeah. pictures of the space. Um, things that are coming soon. I'm getting a leg compression suit. Um, getting a foot detox machine that helps pull out the toxins in your body. Um, you know, I do Reiki therapy. I have three different services when it comes to that. I have a relaxation session. It's an hour, about 15 minutes. Um, then I have what is called Holy Fire Reiki therapy. Mm-hmm. And that's a little bit more... Um, more intimate in the, in the sense of 
what we're going to talk about after the session. Yeah. You know, we take the energy that you come in with and we talk about what it's doing for you and how to change it so it can do more for you as well. Mm. Um, and then the last thing that I do is called cocoon opening. So I use hammocks. I mean, if people don't want to be in a hammock, they can be on a massage table. But the premise of the hammock is to give you that uh, butterfly effect where you, you feel that you're floating and you feel enclosed and you're, you're um, tapping into a piece of spaciousness that you never really felt before. Mm. Um, but I'll do Reiki therapy with that. And with that, it'll be like aromatherapy, sound frequency healing. I have my singing bowls that I use as well um, to give you an all-around experience. And then when you come out of that hammock, you feel like you're flowing like a butterfly. Mm. You know, so. That's amazing, bro. And then besides everything in here, do personal training. Mm. I specialize in calisthenics and strength and conditioning. Um, but I also do a little bit of endurance training. Um, and then I do taekwondo training for self-defense as well. Um, and kickboxing and a little bit of jujitsu. When I was a kid, I used to always want to do that. I just wanted to play the game. I used to really think I could do that stuff too. Yeah, so <laughs> if you ever want to, you know, tap in on, on something like that, even if it's just on a self-defense level, you know, you just want to learn how to defend yourself, that's something we can work on as well. You know, yeah. I do knife self-defense, gun self-defense, and just hand-to-hand combat as well. I like your services. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. I'll make sure I put every like all his links in the uh, description and everything. And um, yeah, bro, it's, it's most definitely worth it to tap into, bro. Yeah, y'all gotta tap in with this man for sure. We gonna come back with a part two because I, I, it's so much. Yeah, yeah. There's yes, yes. There's there's so much we could talk about because you know we are what needs to be talked about. You know, black sure. people, we need to be talked about more. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm really. You know, it's not even like a sense of, of pride that I get from seeing you guys do this. Mm-hmm. It's more of like inspiration and hope. Yeah. Because, you know, America, the world itself can be full of distractions, but it takes people like us to be outside of those distractions mm-hmm. and stay real. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can get caught up in the world's all the shitty stuff that's going on in the world, but that's not happening in your world. Yeah. That's why this is called your wellness. Mm-hmm. Your wellness stands for your own universal reality of wellness. Say it one more time. Your own universal reality of wellness. Because how I live works for me. How you live works for you. So on for you guys. You know, everyone is different. But when you come in here, it's not that... I'm challenging you to um, make you feel that you're doing things wrong. I want you to come in here knowing that you can be open and express yourself so that you won't make any decisions that are, that you will ever feel wrong again. You know, you don't you want to be confident in yourself so that you're able to do whatever you want, how you want to do it and feel good about it. And not have judgment from other people because you're worried about how they're going to feel. I see this poster said, <clears throat> I posted it one time, we love ourselves more than anybody else could. But we often care about what other people think yeah. more than our own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And I always tell people, you know, you're your number one star player. You can be your biggest critic, but you can also be your biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. But you have to balance those things out. And that's the stuff that we talk about, you know. So, you know, keep, keep learning. Keep challenging yourself. Get uncomfortable with, uh, get comfortable with the uncomfortable, and just keep flowing. <laughs> and that's about does it, man. We see y'all the next episode. We out of here. Make sure you use that nine to five to fun to five to nine, so, so the five to nine can come twenty four seven. We out. <laughs> hey.